Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Real Bays 214. Um, it's Greg running solo today. Uh, we prepping to head out to Denver for this week two matchup against the Cowboys and the Broncos. Uh, Drew is already is already out there currently um, and is waiting on Amar to get back so we can head out to the airport and fly out. Um, we're super excited about this trip. Uh, it's our first of a couple trips that we have on tap to to follow and watch our boys play. Um, this podcast episode, we're just going to go over uh, recapping the Giants game from week one uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, tremendous win. Tremendous win for us. There's a little bit of redemption um, from last year. Dropped two games to those. The only really two games that we, that we actually lost, and you consider, we don't really consider um, the final week, week 16, loss, a loss. Um, and we didn't really play that much against the Philly Trash, the Eagles. But you know, nevertheless, uh, you know, came out guns blazing, uh, firing all cylinders um, that I could tell. I uh, was very thoroughly impressed with uh, the offense other than, you know, our um, our first shot in the red zone that we didn't hand the ball off to Zeke at all. Um, that was a little bit discouraging. But other than that, every everything everything looked good. It looked like Dak and, and Des were together, you know, Des needs to work on little little things uh, here and there throughout the game, but that he seemed to get uh, himself right back on track. Um, the shocker to me was how well the the defense played. Uh, the defense played extremely, extremely well. Um, was was able to generate a, a lot of pressure on Eli all all night long. Um, we were able to shut down a run attack. Uh, the Giants basically didn't have a running attack at all. Um, the rushing attack was 35 yards to our 129 yards on the night. Um, right on cue, uh, Eric Flowers did what Eric Flowers did, allowing a big sack um, to Demarcus Lawrence, who also, you know, played, you know, a hell of a game. Um, he's starting to look like the pass rusher that we hoped he would he would turn out to be. Um as well as uh, our, our whole defensive line, um, secondary look looked solid. Um, you know, we had a big loss uh, right around the second quarter, I believe. Orlando Scandal going to break in his hand, um, so he had a Ouzier jump in and you know take some take all those responsibilities that to fill the spot that that Skandrick was out. Um, big night for Anthony Brown. You know, big interception and he had to close the game out. Um, also, too, the story of the night. Um, on defense was the Jalen Smith. Um, that all reports are saying he's nowhere near being 100. percent But you know, 75, 80. It's it's scary to see in in to imagine what this guy is going to look like once he finally hits 100. Um, percent He was all over the field wreaking havoc along with Sean Lee, who you know, if he if he continues his play, um, talking about Sean Lee, if he continues his play the way that he was playing last night, he's easily going to be in. The conversation for top linebacker this year, um, Sean Lee was all over the place uh, in the backfield, making stops in the in the, in the running in uh, in the run defense game, um, dropping back in pass coverage. I mean, he literally was all over the field, and you could tell that that uh, running um, linebacker tandem between Sean Lee and Jalen Smith is 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 going to be a problem. You know, a good problem. You know, as as the season progresses and as Jalen starts to get more and more comfortable in the role that he's going to have to fill until Anthony Hitchens gets back. Um, you know, just getting back to Jalen Smith, uh, he did a tremendous, tremendous job. Um, actually ended up causing a fumble, what I believe was a fumble. Um, we didn't, we actually didn't get, didn't get that turnover call, but 
um, came in to tell him to play, jarred the ball loose. Um, we ended up scooping, getting the ball back, but you know we didn't end up getting uh, getting the turnover for in, our, in the turnover bracket. Um, trying to think what else we had going on on defense. Um, that's pretty much the story. The, the story of the D. I mean, you know, it was one of those things where you know Odell Beckham didn't play. You know, was that a deciding factor in the Giants losing the game? Maybe. Um, I, in my opinion, and you know. Drew's opinion and Amar's opinion of the game still would have turned out the same exact way. Um, you know, the Giants have a ton of weapons. They have a ton of weapons on offense. We know what the defense is like. We know what the defense is going to do. Uh, they're loaded on D. Um, but it all boils down on a, on a Giants side of the ball uh, is that offensive line. And, you know, I don't really think that, you know, Odell Beckham being in the lineup would have, you know, you know, would the score have been been closer? Yes, probably the score would have been closer. But I don't think that the you know the Odell Beckham being out was the reason why the Giants lost. They have a ton of ton of you know holes on their off on our offense. You know, offensive line, running back. Um, everybody was expecting big things out of Brandon Marshall. I think he may have had one or two catches towards the end of the game. Um, he was a non-factor the whole entire game. Um, Selling Shepard, you know, had a couple catches. Um, Evan Ingram had a couple catches, and that's, this is their first round, uh, their first round pick, um, who they're expecting a lot of big things from. So, you know, overall, I think you know, not downplaying Odell Beckham not being there, but I think a lot of people are kind of downplaying the fact that um, the secondary did a tremendous job in shutting down the receiving core of uh, the New York Giants. Um, it's just one of those things where, you know, you got to you got to tip your hat to those guys. You know, they, they hustled, they played their asses off um, and had a, and had one hell of a game, um, especially, you know, especially with the defensive line doing what they were doing. You know, things ended up, you know, working out the best. And I, it was thoroughly surprised um, with how the, the defensive unit overall played. Jumping over a little bit of offense. um, Dak looked good. You know, Dak looked like Dak does. You know, didn't put the ball in the harm's way at all. Um, protected the ball really, really well. Uh, hit the receivers when, um, whenever they were open. You know, he, throwing darts. You know, the, the touchdown pass to to Jason Witten um, was that was was one hell of a throw. You know, you know, tight tight throw for a touchdown. Um, the dime he dropped in in on uh, our first red zone trip. The dime he dropped to Bryce Butler was was beautiful. Um, you couldn't ask for anything, you know, better than than that. Um, you know, Bryce Butler had a really good game. Even Terrence Williams had a, had a hell of a game as well. Even even though coming back off of the the ankle injury that uh, he sustained, um, he did a, he did a really good job coming in. And you know, Sauce Daddy Cole Beasley does what Sauce Daddy does. The, the catch that he had on the sideline, the one handed behind the back trapping the ball on the nameplate. That that catch was ridiculous, spectacular catch. Um, great concentration. You know that's what Cole Beasley does. I mean, I can definitely tell going forward he is going to be um, a huge part of his offense. You know, not that he wasn't already because you know he led our team in receptions last year. You can definitely tell that that guy is uncoverable in the slot, and he's going to be a huge, huge contributor to our offense. Um, Des Bryant uh, didn't have the game that I expected him to have. Um, I expected him to have a bounce back game of, of you know from those 
two games last season, you know, where Janoris Jenkins pretty much locked him down, you know, had him handcuffed. Uh, I was expecting a little bit more from Des Bryant, but I'm, you know, just watching that matchup, I think it's just one of those things where Janoris Jenkins really matches up well against Des Bryant. Um, I think Janoris Jenkins has Des Bryant's number. Um, Des Bryant is a physical wide receiver, and Janoris Jenkins is a physical um, defensive back. And I just think, you know, when it comes down to it, Janoris Jenkins ends up getting the better of Des Bryant every single, every single time. I mean, Des had a couple catches. Um, he was definitely had an opportunity to make more catches. Uh, he had a touch, he had a pass that was thrown to him in the end zone that should have been a touchdown. Um, Dak, you know, missed him on that. But, you know, when we're in that, that first red zone trip, we targeted Des Bryant three times. Um, in my opinion, we should have went to Zeke at least two of those times. Um, but, you know, you can't fault the play call for, for Dez on that, on the slant right. He was wide open. Dak just missed him. Um, but, you know, moving forward, you know, especially against these physical uh, corners that we're going to face this week against Denver, uh, Dez is going to have to, you know, step his game up a little bit and really um, get really, really work on getting open. I mean, Dez has never been one of those wide receivers that, you know, you're, you're going to marvel at his route running. You're going to marvel at his separation from, from defensive back. He's never been that type of receiver. Um, Dez is that, you know, big body, 50-50, throw it up, let him go get it type of receiver. Um, you know, is he still, you know, one of the top receivers in the league? Yes. Is he one, is he one of those, you know, Elite receivers, you know, we're hoping he has a bounce back year, you know, help, hopefully he can, you know, continue on this year, how he finished off last year, uh, last season. So I'm hoping for a big, big game from Des Bryant this week coming up, uh, just kind of redeem myself a little bit, you know, the media and, you know, sports networks have been kind of hard on him. Uh, but like I said, I think it's just one of those things where uh, Janaris Jenkins has uh, Des Bryant's number, um, and and hopefully Des, you know, can learn from this. Uh, hopefully Scott Linehan can, you know, toss some plays in the mix and kind of get Des Bryant in different situations, maybe put him in a slot, get him open a little bit better, um, you know, have him run a different route combination, different plays to help Des out against these, you know, top cornerbacks who are extremely physical and want to put their hands on Des, you know, and, and, and can, you know, can, and can go up for those 50-50 balls and, you know, come down with him just as often as Des can come down with him. Um, other than that, Zeke had a tremendous night. You know, Zeke does what Zeke does. You know, just keep feeding him, keep feeding the beast and let him and let him do and let him do what he does. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, so overall, it, it, the Cowboys had 129 yards rushing on the night. Uh, like I said, I stated earlier, um, yeah, the, the, the offense, the time of possession, you know, the offense dominated, you know, came out and dominated, you know, like like we did all last season. Uh, we had the, had the football for, you know, 34 minutes to New York's 25 minutes. Um, so almost uh, a 10-minute difference there. Um, and that's what happens when you just, you know, when you have a running back like Zeke, you just handed the ball off. And, you know, the – the made the Giants defense look, you know, we, we pretty much did whatever we wanted to do at, you know, at will, you know, made the Giants defense look, you know, like a regular defense. Um, you know, granted it was the first game of the season, you know, not everybody, not everybody's in, in playing shape, but, um, I was very, very impressed, uh, with what we were able to do against that, that, you know, 
top five, top three defense uh, here in the NFL. Um, other than that, you know, there's pretty much nothing else that I think you can go over from uh, that game. It's going to be a quick episode because it's just me rambling, uh, no debate talk going back and forth. Um, like I said, we're gearing up to head out to Denver, Colorado, Maha Stadium. Uh, Drew is, already, is currently out there right now. Um, waiting on Amar to get back here uh, so we can load up the car and head to the airport and, and take off. Uh, we were hoping to be able to do our next podcast from uh, Mile High Stadium, but, you know, just being on the safe side, not not uh, carrying all of our equipment with us. So when we get back, we will definitely have uh, a podcast episode. Um, we have a podcast episode, you know, recapping our trip um we're going to be filming a lot of of the trip so uh stay tuned and keep a lookout for uh content coming to our youtube channel that we're going to start promoting soon um also to uh keep an eye out on our instagram story uh timeline and our instagram uh instagram page uh the real base 214 uh we're going to be you know instagramming and taking pictures and videos all uh all trip long on everything that we got going on there. So I'm going to have some, you know, some, some surprises in store for you guys um, as exactly where we're going to be. Um, you know, so just keep an eye out, stay tuned for that. Um, like I said, uh, we will be recording uh, as soon as we get back to let you guys know uh, how, how the game went um, from the actual game. Um, so we're playing Sunday at 425, uh, 225 out there. Um, so other than that, this is Greg from Real Base 214 signing off solo, uh, for myself, Drew and Amar. Uh, how about them Cowboys? Let's do it. For, let's do it.